We're continuing on in the sixth parakashar b'tachon, where we're discussing this concept of a person who's a Baal Mashkanta, a person who says to Hashem, Hashem, I want to be a true Evan Hashem. I want to dedicate my life solely to you. But before I do that, I need to make sure that I'm set. I need to make sure that I have everything that I'm going to need for myself, for my wife, for my children, for my grandchildren. When you know, when I know that I'm set, when I know that I'm comfortable, I'll be all yours, God. I'll be a total and absolute Evan Hashem. Everything I do in my life will be for you. Rabbeinu Bachya says this person is an absolute fool. There are seven reasons why we can just start scratching the surface of what is wrong with this answer. The first one is that the only time a person can ask for a mashkin and he can't go is when someone, he wants to go to somebody and ask and say, prove to me that you're going to pay me. Says Rabbeinu Bachya, what happens with an employee when he goes to his boss and says, Boss, before I work today, please prove to me that you're going to pay me. Please give me today's money. The boss will say, please go get another job. If a servant goes and says to his master, who already paid for him, please pay me. The master says, I already paid you. You already paid for it. I don't owe you anything. You want me to give you something? I don't owe you anything. Certainly us, who are owned by Hashem. God created us. God has given us everything. We owe him so much. He's already fully paid up forever he owes to, forever he technically would owe to us. If we want to say that he owes us something as a master, how could we ask him for anything? We haven't even started to scratch the surface of doing anything for him. We haven't done anything for him. We, it would be a chutzpah to ask for him for anything. The second thing we said was that when someone asks for a mashkon, he has an amount. He has, based upon what the person's needs are, what the person's asking you for, he's asking you for $1,000, you take a collateral matching to that. How much are we asking Hashem for? We don't know. We can't even begin to understand and pick a number. Whatever we ask for, we're going to want more. Because I don't know, maybe I need more. Who knows what's going to come up? Who knows how many children? Who knows how many grandchildren? We're in the middle of discussing the third problem. The third problem is that the only time you can ask a mashkon a collateral from somebody is if you don't know that person. But if you owe that person, you wouldn't dare ask from it for, for a collateral. I owe you $1,000. You're asking to borrow $500 from me. Excuse me, please prove to me that you're going to pay it back to me. The answer to that would be that doesn't make any sense. You owe me more than I'm borrowing from you. Obviously, this is a very clear statement by Hashem. We owe Hashem a lot more than we could ever repay Him. And we explained, look at what Hashem has. All of the debts, which we know we owe to Hashem. If we took every single action, every good deed that everybody in the world has done from creation until today, it still would not repay God for one person, for even one person for all the good deeds that Hashem does for Him. Then he's on Rabbeinu Bachi, and he says, if that's the case, How is this person not embarrassed? The one who has such azas, he has such chutzpah, he has such audacity, to ask from his creator, to do more good things for me on top of all the good things he's already done for me. God has already done so much for me. Every single day when I wake up, I'm alive. I have food. I have a roof over my head. I have a family. Whatever things we are, we can think about it, each person on their own individual level, how much we owe to Hashem and how much appreciation we have. Hashem, so says Rabbi Bachel, let's think about this. Hashem, so maybe what's going to happen is you're going to say, God, give me all these different things. How do I know I'm going to pay you back what I promised before the end of my days? Meaning, it's very nice. We have this concept that's brought down in Mishnayis that a person says, that when I have time, that's what I'm going to learn. And we answer back, maybe you won't have time. You say, God, you know what? Give me everything. As soon as I have everything, then I'm going to be an Hashem. 
Who says you're going to have a moment left in life? Who knows how long you're going to live for? So it's very nice that you're making these promises to God. God, I'll tell you what, you give me unlimited money. You give me a guarantee for my health and you give me a guarantee for that I have money, my children have money, my grandchildren have money. And then I'm going to start being an Hashem. And you know what, Hashem? I'm going to learn day and night. I'm going to do all Avodah, Avodah Hashem. I'm going to do all the mitzvahs. I'm going to be a wonderful person. How do you know how long you're going to live? How do you know you're going to be able to fulfill your promise? How could we dare ask for something when we don't know? That would be like an employee saying to his boss, well, I'm going to work for 100, for 100 months, 100 years, whatever it is, in exchange, pay me for 100. How do you know how long you're going to be able to work for? You don't know you'll be able to work for a day, a week, a month, or a year. How could we say to Hashem, prepay me so that I will be able to fulfill my promise?